0: what up folks what it do welcome to another episode of the best advice ever podcast with your boy bowtie comedian mike goodwin and as i start every episode pretty similarly with the on the road segment on the road again now last week i was talking about Last week, I was in Costa Rica for a corporate event, and that was last Wednesday. So I'll talk more in depth about that experience, and then I'll talk about this past weekend. I was in Snyder, Texas, West Texas. So Costa Rica had a a corporate event in Costa Rica, which was a challenge, number one, because my flight situation, I I didn't recognize that I was simultaneously going into that week. I was simultaneously on two flights at the same time, theoretically. Right. So I had the flight coming from Springfield, Missouri, back to Columbia, South Carolina that Sunday. But when I look, once I, 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 For whatever reason, I thought I had a day between the two. I thought I was leaving out on Monday as opposed to a Sunday. Once I realized I was leaving on Sunday, the both days, and I took a look, I was like, oh, my my flight for Costa Rica is leaving in the morning and I won't be back in time to make the flight. So I initially was thinking I'll fly from Springfield Sunday morning. And in the uh connection to Colombia, I just won't go to connection to Colombia. I'll just go to the meet my wife, the Costa Rica trip, and just keep it moving. Well, you can't do that because once the airline finds out that you're booked in two different flights, they cancel both of your flights. So the gentleman that I work with who books my flights was basically like, hey, you need to reach out to the airline and, and figure out how to get that taken care of. So what I initially did, instead of having the flight come from Springfield to Columbia, I just had it going from Springfield to Atlanta. But then I had to cancel the Columbia to Atlanta flight, or the leg of that flight coming out of Columbia. So that took a little bit of calling and in and, in the corporate organization they were using a travel agency, so I had to call a tra- travel agency. And I was able to catch it. And I wish I would have caught it in a little bit more time. What I've also understood about myself, and I probably wouldn't have said this before, but I'm kind of somewhat of a of a travel snob. And the reason I say that is because I enjoy my perks. And I think that it's inconvenient to be on the road a lot of times. It's, It's kind of laborious to travel so if i do do these things which i enjoy my job i want to have the best travel travel experience as possible so again that puts me primarily on a delta flight 95 percent of the time when i'm in the air i'm trying to fly delta american will be my second but it's a far second it's not even close if i can get delta Southwest typically has been a great experience, not very fond of United. And then I don't even talk about them other ones below like <laughs> frontier and spirit. Nah, we not, which are not going to do. Right. Cause I mean, I've, I've accumulated some good status on Delta where I'm, I'm getting upgrades. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just Chris Rock has this joke about husbands and wives and what's, there's a divorce, you know, it's like wives are saying I'm accustomed to certain things and husbands will say they're accustomed to certain things. Well, that's what I say as it relates to travel. I'm accustomed to certain things, especially in my airline travel. I just want to get on the flight quicker. I want to be able to have more space. I want to be able to not worry about is there going to be room for my carry on. I just don't want those issues man I want folks thanking me I mean thank you for your platinum status like I want to be hey man thank you for riding with us because we ride with you giving you these upgrades and giving you these perks right well when other folks would this is happened for the corporate event someone else booked the flight and typically when they book the flight, you know, even though you give them your frequent flying miles, even though you give them your known traveler's number, they typically aren't very diligent to ensure that those things are in. So They want to get you a flight. So they're not concerned about your TSA pre-check situation. They're not concerned about, you know, where you're going to be sitting or what zone you're going to go uh you're gonna load the your flight with or you gonna, what zone that you're gonna what did, what do you call it when you i guess load I don't remember but what zone that you're gonna be on when you when you get on the flight and that's exactly what happened this time and and typically sometimes it's one of those things where you really don't even identify it until you check in. So, I, I'm not, unless I just call the airline and maybe I need to make a note to myself or somebody else books a flight four weeks out in advance. I need to call the travel agency and they say, hey, I just want to verify that you have my frequent flyer information, my known traveler's number. But I typically don't. And what happens is you show up at the airport, you go to check in, and you back there. With the commoners, and not, I want to be—I want to be the pre-check. I'm, I'm a pre-check kind of guy. I don't want to be with the with the pro. pro. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the, the terminology for um, the pro. pro uh, I can't pull the word. but I, Y'all know what I'm trying to say. And and that's what happened. I got I got text from my wife. She she she's back, taking off her shoes and all these things that. When you got the pre-check, you're not not doing all that. So that's what happened. I had to make these changes, and we made the changes for the flights, but we didn't realize that, hey, I don't have my status, don't have my pre-check, so I had to call, get those things added, which we were able to, and we made it to Costa Rica. Now, Costa Rica, now I'm coming, I'm leaving from very cold, right? I was in Springfield, Missouri. That morning I left, it was negative two. But we going to Costa Rica, which is typically eighty degrees. I mean, I got a I got an overcoat, I got a blazer, I got my hat. I mean, I I'm dressed for, for, for cold weather. And then all of a sudden, in a finger snap, it's warm. I am I, I'm not talking about like warm for springtime. It's summertime warm in Costa Rica. So I got this big coat. I got to put up. I got to take this blazer off. Everything's different now. Here's the other thing too. the the the, the, the company that I work with that hired me, they basically were having a client appreciation event. They were having members that they work with, uh, vendors that are top sellers of this product. The, the company I work with uh, is Corteva that create this this leg of or this division of their company was vegetation management right so these are all the folks that use their products and they wanted to show them appreciation bring them out network do some business stuff 3 days getaway type deal it was wonderful they had it i mean they, they did an outstanding job at this resort secrets resort all inclusive Picked us up at the airport. The tour guide spoke. Vida" was the 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 phrase that they they use in Costa Rica, which inhabits inhabits everything. Portavito. Portavita. That means it's all good in the hood. I, I put the hood part on it. Everything's lovely, man. We get there. They got a little reception for us. We're signing in. We're getting our keys. We're getting our schedule. All good. Well, I'll talk about this in the what you're not going to do segment because oftentimes, you know, my wife and I, people have this unrealistic expectation that we're just getting along swimmingly 100% of the time. And that was not the case. And I think part of that was because there were unrealistic expectations and we didn't have a conversation about the event. I think my wife coming into the event was looking at this as a romantic getaway. It's opportunity for us to get away for a few days, to be with one another, to enjoy the beautiful country of Puerto Rico. And I'm not Puerto Rico, Costa Rica. And I, on the other hand, this is a business trip. Uh, I'm here to handle business. This ain't no getaway This is not I'm just doing my job in a very exotic location, but I'm here to work. Right. So we had we had some we had some some challenges there, but I'll I'll get back to that. But the other challenge for me was we arrived in country on Sunday. I didn't perform to the Tuesday night banquet. So basically you had Sunday, Monday and the bulk of the day Tuesday to be around these people but you've not performed yet. So it's kind of a false security for me because I can't get too comfortable. I can't let my hair down too much because I still have to deliver on Tuesday night. And, And so my, my performance was the last thing. And then the next day we went home and here I am, I'm having dinner with these folks. We went on excursion. My wife and I, we went on a horseback riding and we went to an animal sanctuary we had dinners. We had fellowship opportunity, you know, op- networking opportunities. I'm with these folks and they, Oh, who are you? Oh, you're entertaining. What, you know, cause, cause they're often asking like, you know, what part, you know, of what part of the division do you work or which, are you with Corteva or are you are independent uh, contractor? And I'm like, no, no, I'm doing the entertainment. I'm doing a stand-up comedy. Right. And what, can typically happen, which di- it didn't happen this time, but you could get so comfortable, think these people are your buddies, and be chumming it up and get up there on Tuesday night and bomb, stank up the joint, not deliver. And all this goodwill that you thought you had evaporates immediately when you don't do a good job. So, I, I, I I got to have the main thing. You got to keep the main thing. The main thing in that regard, I think, is very similar to when you hear athletes talk about this is a business trip. When you go on the road, you know, we're not going to this location to have a vacation. We're not going on this this location just to kick it like this is a business trip. We're going to handle business. We just happen to be on the road as opposed to at home. And even in my regards, we're in an international setting as opposed to being somewhere in the States. So I was very, I was very concerned about that. I was very mindful of that, that, Hey man, I still have to probably many times. I mean, I grabbed a lot of what was happening in in the interactions, not to the degree of like people, got to feel uncomfortable telling me things because I'm going to take it and use it on stage. That's not the case, but just things that stood out and that was significant. If you incorporate those things, it will bode well for you. And so that but what happened the night of, you know, because number one, I was already concerned. So not not only when I'm in this corporate event for two to three days with these folks and I'm not performing now, if we got there Sunday and I perform Sunday night. Bro, my, fr- my my Monday and Tuesday would be sweet, easy, like Sunday morning. If you're not serving at your church, if you're serving at your church, it's not easy. But if it, if I would have gotten there the first night, uh, the, the welcome night and did my set, I would have been able to breathe a sigh of relief and enjoy the next two days. That wasn't the case. That was not the case. I had to be a present member of this community in this off time because they, you know, they flew me out there. How wow. And I even wow, but how, what, what, what type of statement would it make if these folks, you know, flew me and my wife, you know, out to this resort and I didn't come to the dinners. You, you didn't see me at any of the excursions and I show up Tuesday night. To tell these jokes, man, it it would look a weird type of way. Now, as a professional, you can do that. You say, hey, man, I'm I'm just going to be in my room. I'm going to be sequestered from people. I'm going to do things separate from the group. That's just not how I roll, man. Once I'm hired to do a job, man, I I, I try to become a part, at least for the time that I'm there, like fabric of their organizational experience. I want to be uh, an ally. I want to walk beside them Uh, i want to partner with them in their endeavor and and oftentimes that that's for me to to be there and and to be cordial and and to be very uh generous with my time when i'm there that's one of the one of the feedbacks i get often when i when i do events and i was even getting i was getting into it with somebody at my gym today about how They were explaining when they came to a show in Columbia and they were saying I didn't recognize them in the foyer. I allowed somebody to pull me away from them. And I was like, well, Dave Chappelle wouldn't have been in the foyer. And Chris Rock is not going to be in the foyer, shaking hands, taking pictures. And Kevin Hart is not coming to the lobby to meet people. So miss me with that because I'm in the foyer, taking pictures, high-fiving, shaking hands, doing all the things but that's just not the show. Like if, if I'm at an event, if I'm at your church, if you bring me somewhere, I'm there. I just did an event where, uh, I was, it was a dream team event, not the one I did this past weekend, but, uh, maybe a week ago. And I did my set and they were having worship. After I finished, they were going to end the night with maybe two, three worship songs. And, and my host was like, Hey, uh, are you you know? Are you are you going to be able to stay around? You know, he said in a way that was more dip- diplomatic, but basically, hey, if you need to leave, just let me know because we got to we got to you know my trustee is not here to, to write the check, so we got to get the check. And I was like, no, I'm here, I'm here. Like I'm I'm, I'm, I'm kick it, I'm, I'm being worshiped. You know, I'm at your event. I'm being worshipped. I I think I talked about this before. If you invite me to a Sunday night, I I did did a church in Greenville where I was doing a Sunday night event, but they paid for my hotel the Saturday night Well, I got my butt up and went to church. Yeah, you you brought me here and I'm going to do something that evening at five or four, whatever the time is. I come to your service at 10 o'clock in the morning and just be in fellowship. That's just... I think that's good business that's just good way to do what you do so that that's what i that's what i did and ultimately it went well it went well i had the excursions and i, I had the conversations and i was very engaging but then i went up there and, and had a great performance and i'm thankful and grateful for for that but who who i was saying here's what i was saying before there were a lot of challenges because this was an outdoors event now, if you were to talk to me separate from this event and was like, hey, man, what's probably a nightmare scenario for you? I would say an event that's outside at night. And probably with youth, I probably wouldn't wouldn't say corporate. I would say youth. That's if you want me to feel like, oh, this is not going to go well. <laughs> tell me that you book me for an outside event at night for some youth. I'd be like, check, please. Well, this event made two of the checks. Instead of youth, it was a corporate event. And that particular night they had the stage set up far away from where people were eating. And and when it was light out, it looked it looked wonderful. They had the LCD screen and sound and all oh, it looked wonderful. But as they got darker, like we figured out, hey, man, that's too far to be away from people. So we had to pivot and I had to come up on the backside. There was a band performing in the space that I ultimately ended up performing in. But that was a change and and it was kind of obstructed by some things. And we figured it out. I figured it out and, 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 and delivered and and it was good. So that's on the road. It's been a lot of time talking about Costa Rica. And I didn't even get to. I did uh with the West Texas, Snyder, Texas this past weekend, and uh, and did an event, dream team event. It's wonderful, wonderful. Had a great, great experience. Shout out to Pastor Reed Johnson and the, the Colonial Hill Baptist Church. Man had a had a great, great time. My buddy Kurt, well not my he's my buddy now, but we 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 were very buddy esque because he picked me up uh, from Lubbock. Lubbock's about an hour and a half from Snyder. Wonderful, wonderful experience. So that was, that was on the road this week. I will be on the road for a business conference, not performing this week, but I am speaking on a panel. So i be, be interested to see how this goes. This is one. It's the TSP game plan that we go to every year to kick off our, our 2024 kind of get clear clarity and and get our goals and visions for the, for the upcoming business year. So I'm excited about that. But what part of the podcast is that we all are excited for is the best advice ever, because that's the name of the podcast. So I'm going to share with y'all the best advice ever. It's something I read in a book this morning. So the best advice ever that I'm going to share with you today is follow your purpose, not your passion. Hey, say that one more time. Follow your purpose, not your passion. Passion can help to energize. It can help give you a boost. But if you want longevity, stay in power, follow your purpose. Because passion is kind of fleeting. It, you can't sustain it. And this is what th- this book had. Uh, the book had in there particularly, it says, Losers wait to feel motivated. That hit me dead in my chest. People who never get anything done wait to feel inspired. Motivation and inspiration are not sustaining forces. And then that's when they made the comment, basically, you know, follow your purpose, not your passion. And it's in the book that I'm reading, 101 essays that'll make you think different. So I encourage you to get purpose minded. Purpose oriented. passions great. Motivation is great. inspirations great. But you don't always feel like it. You don't always want to do it. You don't want to get about that bed. You don't want to go to bed early. Like I'm about to start doing something that I know I vitally I've been needing to do. And I've been getting away with not doing it, but I'm going to do it. And I'm going to have to commit. I'm going to say, hey, OK, I'm going to bed early because I got to be sitting at five o'clock in the morning getting some stuff done. And I need to commit. So what my plan is right now is to do it on Tuesdays and Thursdays. This the step that I man, I know I must do. I must do if you want to be a successful NBA player, man, you gotta you gotta work on your craft. You gotta get your shots up. You gotta shoot your free throws. And I, I get shots up, but I'm 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 a big pack practice player and I gotta go in the gym after hours. And I haven't been doing my after our gym workouts, I had not been doing my OK, let's let's focus on this left hand. Let's let's look at the weaknesses and let's focus with a plan and a and an intention to make them stronger. And that's what that's what the 2024 is about to happen. I'm about to I'm about to implement the success plan because I know it works. I know what I need to do. But just because you know something that doesn't mean that you're going to do something right. So follow your purpose. Not your passion. All right. Before we get out of here, I want to tell you what you're not gonna do. And again, thank me and my wife had this perfect marriage. Well, I want to kind of talk about what happened at Costa Rica. So we had, we had a little, we had a little, had a little conflict. Something happened, and my wife snapped. She kind of, she got, a, she got short with me. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna just go ahead on to the event because. You know, I like, again, like I said before, there's a certain kind of way I want to conduct my business. I like to be there. I like to have my face seen. So I told her, hey, I'm going to head on up. When you get finished doing what you're doing, you can come up. So when we get back to the room later, she's basically like, you know, why'd you leave me? And I'm like, well, I left you because I didn't want to get into the conflict. I didn't want to get into a disagreement because I wasn't going to be reasonable i was going to snap back and get the energy that she was giving me right and and i think that's why i had the conversation with her about hey we have unrealistic expectations i think you need to readjust your your expectation the energy that you're giving me is romantic getaway energy and she she should and i'm not again and y'all can you feel however you want to feel i'm just explaining what i need because i'm at this event this is she's accompanying me she's a guest i have been brought here for a purpose and I want to, the, the higher priority is to achieve that purpose. This is how we make our living. This is how we pay our bills. Uh, my wife and I, we, we will have time alone together and we will be able to enjoy that. But that's not the priority of this particular trip. And I was feeling like she was giving me like, this is our trip getaway kind of vibes. I'm like, no, this is my trip that I've invited you along with and that you um, are, are aware, uh, are able to have a great time. And we're going to share um, a great experience and, and, and memories together. But we need to, you know, we need to readjust our expectations of what this trip will look like. And we went to bed a little disgruntled, you know. We we had because then we we had a little we had a little a little snafu about food, about uh, room service, mm-hmm. and and I think what it basically came down to, and it's something that I I mean I, I, I'm sure other couples uh, may have these same challenges. I know we we continue to have these challenges. It's not like one time and we're done. And the challenges is this: oftentimes, uh, uh, I would say one person in the relationship your spouse but i my wife uh and most times wives want men the husbands to in, inherently know things just to feel it and my, my pastor talks about uh being there you are not there i need you to be there you're not there and then when you get there where well, they they done went somewhere else and you got to be here there i'm at, I'm at there you over there and here and i'm like i'm confused So the conversation was, hey, you got to tell me. I don't know. If you don't tell me, I don't know. And especially in this setting, I'm not thinking about what my wife needs are in this particular trip. I'm thinking about Cateva's needs. Like I'm thinking about the folks that have funded our trip, the folks that's paying me to do this performance. I'm thinking about the folks that I'm going to be in front of for at least an hour doing material so i'm I'm kind of still collecting information strategizing my my my, my presentation my my set and my wife's feelings and what she wants to do on this trip that's not the priority in my mind now she communicates that hey i i'm i have an expectation i have a desire I'm going to take that in, into great consideration and that's not going to be the priority, but it'll, it'll move up. But if I don't know it, it's not on the list. And so we had to walk, we had to walk through that. We had to talk through that. And ultimately, you know, we, we came to a place of resolution and we had a, I think we had a great time, but again, I think we had unrealistic expectations and expectations that needed to be um, adjusted and this is twenty three years in. This ain't you know. We not no new newbies. We, we you know we we didn't kick tires. We didn't bought, the, We didn't put a hundred thousand miles on this thing, man. So, um, we're still having to recalibrate and, and and adjust. And I just think that's just what marriage is. It's a it's a constant. It's a constant um, desire to be pleasing to one another I think that's be pleasing to God in, in my relationship with him so if I do that I, I can I can be open to hear the needs of my wife and also express what I need because I have needs you know there's a there's a, a, a common saying happy wife happy life and that that, that I think that is short-sighted I, I think that's incomplete. Um, and I've heard people say, happy spouse, happy house. I think I'll ride with that because I have needs that I need to um f- be fulfilled in my marriage and i and I think my wife has needs that she uh wants to be fulfilled, and we should be fulfilling each other's needs, not one person getting their needs filled and the other person just being subservient to the the one. well. Want to share that. That wasn't very humorous, <laughs> but hopefully I want, you know, I, I'm keeping it real, keeping it real out here, trying to be a little bit more open and transparent as it. Cause again, I think people can look at a, a marriage like my wife and I and just say, man, we got everything together. We have no challenges. Y'all just are perfect and we're not, we're not perfect at all, but we work. We put in the work, man. And, and we, 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 we fight fair. We, we don't fight with MMA rules we fight (laughs) we get your hands everybody can see them and we got any brass knuckles in our pockets and we ultimately want what's best for our marriage you know together collectively Uh, so hopefully you have gained some type of insight and and wisdom for me sharing that. But thank y'all again. If you have any questions, any any comments, please email me at info at comedianmikegoodwin.com. I'm on the road, February the 3rd, I believe the date is, Kansas City, Missouri, Funny Bone. If you know folks in Kansas City, let them know. Mike Goodwin's bringing the Big Dad Energy Tour to you, and you should come out and have a great, great time. Uh, Until next time, same bat channel, same bat place could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me and I appreciate that. Peace.